0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is Episode 25. John and Wendy talk to Dave Ryan. I'm John. And I'm Wendy. How are you this evening, John? I am well. Uh, this is coming out uh, right at the end of July, yeah. and it's going to be right after yet another edition of Disrupt that you're taking place. Yes. Of. I think yeah, it's Will- actually yours, right? Yes, it will
1: it will be mine in Brookings. Super excited. Kate Bishop is coming. Gemma Talk. Very excited to have some uh, Sherm bloggers there and some good friends. We are, uh, you know, it's too late for me to do my spiel for hey, we need some money, sponsor us, but uh, sponsor us for next year. That'd be great too. <laughs>
0: now, is this the um, first
1: one in Brookings? This is our second. Oh, great, um, good. Yes. So we had uh, our first one in 2017. We had 120 people show up which was about 35 people more than we expected, and so we're hoping that we'll be breaking some records. So please, uh, if you're not in the Brookings area, please watch us on Twitter. I will be tweeting fast and furious. That will be my only job to uh, welcome everybody, tweet, and enjoy some wine. That is my plan for the night.
0: (laughs) I I know it's coming right afterwards, but I'm sure it will be a great one. We'll look forward to hearing more once it's over. Yeah. In the meantime, love you for, to introduce our guest, and we will get going.
1: Yes, so excited to have Dave Ryan joining us tonight. Now, uh, Dave Gay sent us a very long, dry, boring bio and said, please don't read this. He gave us a much shorter version that he would prefer us to read, and I am very happy to oblige that. So Dave Ryan, he sits upright, he chews with his mouth shut, and he wears pants. Welcome to our show, Dave. And our first question is, what's in your glass?
2: I have no cooth, so I'm drinking out of a bottle.
1: <laughs> oh, and, there we uh, go.
2: <laughs> it is sparkling ice strawberry lemonade with oh. zero sugar. My wife calls it chemical water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that.
2: But that's, uh, that's, that's what I'm pounding down here this evening.
0: Dave, I, I, I think you have plenty of cooth. I am drinking out of a can. It's a malted beverage, a Narragansett, which was originally out of Rhode Island, and now they're made in Rochester, New York. The union guys I used to deal with in Rhode Island love me because I drank local to them. That was still local. No, you, I, I would never say you're not couth at all.
2: Well, but... thank you. I appreciate that, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry for taking us off course there, but I'm curious. How did you get started in human resources as a career?
2: As uh, I think a lot of people that come from a smaller business uh, did i kind of backed into it Uh, i was doing some things at a company with the uh, warehouse operations and i was doing those reasonably well according to the president of the company even though the company was not all that big i think we had about 40 employees at the time he saw the wisdom in kind of centralizing things under uh, one person one roof if you will We were making the transition from personnel to human resources at the time. So that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, we we did have electricity then, but uh, (laughs) fax machines were new. A lot of other things were were not around. So uh, uh, credit to the guy I I was working for who's still around. You know, I I think a lot of people kind of do that in in a smaller organization. They kind of move into that role. And then as uh, things, as the business grows, And the need becomes uh, more and more important that kind of comes under the the one person's uh, uh, jurisdiction there. And today, things are probably a lot more complicated. You know, we didn't have I-9s back then, uh, FMLA and all kinds of other things. So uh, certainly things are uh, a lot more challenging to deal with.
1: Well, and I'm sure you've seen a lot in your experience. We, we won't do numbers here, but I know you've been with your company for a long time. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about some of the changes that you've seen. You talked about, you know, I-9s have come up, FMLA. I certainly remember, uh, I, I remember when we got a, a dot matrix printer and we just thought that was the best thing ever. So talk a little bit more about the changes that you've seen in your industry, the, the food business, and how HR has evolved there.
2: Human resources has become much, much more regulatory driven. I think, in my opinion, a lot of HR departments feel that it's their job just basically to indemnify the company to try and keep them from uh, being behind the eight ball when it comes to litigation. I think that is part of your job, but I think if that's the way that you approach it, you're going to be uh, you're going to be challenged to get to get good results all the time. I've seen I've seen so much change. You know, the internet was not part of the workplace years ago, right? And uh, Cell phones and all of the immediacy that we have today. FedEx. I was around before FedEx existed. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of these things have changed, and they, you know, really, really changed the way that the business gets done today because of just the immediacy of everything. I think is the big thing, and in the food business, uh, in particular, we've seen a lot of voluntary standardization. Our the company I work for. Uh, We comply with a set of regulations that are international in scope, and we do that on a voluntary basis based upon what our customers ask for. But uh, Walmart, ConAgra, some of the really, really large players, have really taken the lead in setting standards that are global in nature. So if you want to do business with them, you have to be set up to to meet the global standards. And, you know, in terms of a big change, that is really something I've seen is just – the sheer globalization. We were chatting before we went online here about, uh, you know, the international flavor of uh, next chat, And I think that's something really I've seen that's just huge is that uh, it's a much, much smaller world than it used to be.
0: That is true. Dave, you've talked about technology and being around prior to fax machines. And I am curious, though, you tend to be what I would say is very ahead of the curve on many things. And I know for a fact, you've been blogging for quite a while. Could you talk a little bit about when you started blogging and you know, what was the impetus and, you know, kind of what have you learned along the way?
2: I looked I looked uh, at this uh, subject before we spoke and I started blogging because it was cool. It was a cool thing to do. <laughs> All of the cool kids were doing it. So if you wanted to be one of the cool kids, you had to do it. From a more realistic perspective, I have an undergraduate degree in journalism. Writing and communicating in a written fashion like that is, is something that I you know, studied and done quite a bit of. I did some broadcasting work as a younger man, too, uh, on uh, nights and weekends and stuff. I was kind of taken with that. I got on Twitter in 2009, and, you know, I was kind of an early adopter. It wasn't too long after that that uh, I'd started my own site, but then uh, John Jorgensen, who was the state director of Illinois Sherm, asked me, he said, hey, why don't you be the social media director for the State Council of Illinois? and kind of went down that path well what am i supposed to do well whatever you want to do so i kind of had an open uh, checkbook there i got a lot of opportunities and you know the one thing that uh, being involved with social media has really afforded me the opportunity to be around to meet and uh, just become good friends with a lot of people that i probably not wouldn't have not otherwise had access to or met or anything like that as those opportunities continued to come i thought this this is you this is very, very cool. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to dive in even deeper and do more. I'm fascinated with technology and uh, electronics and stuff like that. I did have another watershed moment, too, I like to talk about that. Uh, and I remember this. My son, my oldest son was in college, and it was in November of 2009. And I was t- talking to him one day, and I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, I'm looking for a job on Facebook. And this is when MySpace was still around. So I said, oh, you mean you're looking on your website? And he said, no, old man, cop a clue, dude, I'm looking on Facebook (laughs) for a job. People advertise on Facebook. And I thought, well, I'm one of those kind of people that is looking for people to hire. Ooh, maybe I should get on Facebook and get our company on Facebook if I want to engage some of these people that are his age. And so I started down that path with work and stuff at that point, and um, it's been very rewarding, Uh, it's been very interesting, and it's been a, you know... You never know where it's going to go. So it's kind of fun and exciting.
1: That's true. So kind of along those same lines, did you have any issues getting your company on board with advertising on Facebook? I know there, because there are still places that struggle with advertising jobs on Facebook and looking for them. I mean, we put a lot of jobs in the newspapers, and sometimes I'm like, really? Newspaper? Are, Are engineers really looking for jobs in the want ads? But I'm just because since you were obviously an early adopter of that, did you have a lot of pushback?
2: No, not really. I mean, uh you know one of the things that was really good about uh, Facebook when I first started using it the uh, the metrics were just phenomenal that you nope. could see you could see how many impressions that you had, how many click throughs you had, and how many apps that you had the it was very easy to show that this was this was an effective way to get to people. so uh, I never had a lot of pushback, and you know uh, fortunately, my boss was. He's similar to my age, but he was very accepting of uh, technology and, and uh, the way that the world was going. So uh, not a lot of pushback there, but I I do, I do remember what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, 2011, 2012, people were, were going to take Facebook away from them at work. We don't yep. want them looking at Facebook.
1: Yeah, spend too much time on Facebook. Oh,
2: and yeah. then they figured out they'd look on their phone. You know. Right. So.
1: <laughs> and my, my response back was always, they're going to find another way to waste time. You can take the Facebook away, but they're going to waste time in another way.
2: Well, you know, I, I, I talk about being an old guy, but I don't know if you guys ever experienced uh, somebody spending too much time on the phone at work. Yeah, it, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's it's the same thing. It's just a different uh, platform. That's all. Right. You know. Yeah. It is. Uh, it, it ultimately, it's about productivity and, and and output. Are you getting your job done or not? And and exactly. If you can goof off on Facebook for twenty minutes a day and get away with that, well, God love you. <laughs>
1: Oh, so we have to ask, where did the HR czar come from?
2: Back in (laughs) right at the dawn of time when Twitter started, uh, (laughs) people were using these cutesy little names that uh, they came up with, you know, and I had been around our shop had been called the HR czar uh, for whatever reason. (laughs) Uh, we have a union shop, and sometimes people didn't like the way that I dealt with things, and it was kind of a um, backhanded compliment, I guess, if you will, that uh, you know I ruled with an iron fist, but it was the benevolent dictator. So um, <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll just adopt that, and uh, boy, it's stuck like glue. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I I think it fits. It's awesome. Well, Dave, now it is time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. And our first question is always, do you remember how you first connected with us? Twitter. <laughs> yep.
2: And, you know, I, I have to say, too, and I think you guys have experienced this, um, connecting with people on Twitter and then getting to actually know them. And, you know, you can take it to Facebook or Instagram or what have you, but uh, that. Time then when you first meet somebody face to face, isn't that marvelous?
0: Yes, <laughs> indeed. I, I,
2: indeed, I truly enjoy that. Yeah, that's just uh, wonderful.
1: I still, Dave, you introduced me to the Moscow Mule in um, in D.C. last uh, last fall at VLS. And when I'm on the road, that is that's pretty much my drink of choice because it's pretty standard. Um, you never know what you're going to get when you ask for a Chardonnay, but a Moscow Mule, that's become my drink of choice. So I have to thank you for that.
2: Was that one of those vats that Mike Shaw from Oklahoma had? <laughs>
1: yes.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. He, he did that a couple years ago. And you know those things, they put dry ice in them, so it looks like witch's brew. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was unlike anything I've ever, uh, ever had before, and um, I just... It's one of those oh, I can just keep going back to this because it's pretty standard. Yeah, I think I, I think about that every once in a while. It's like, man, that was a gigantic drink.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe those those little pitchers or cauldrons cost eighty five dollars yeah. there at the oh so, <laughs> uh Yeah, jump oh. right in there. Well, I'm glad you yeah. uh, think of me when you're traveling. That that, yes. that brings me comfort. <laughs>
0: Dave, can you talk a little bit about how networking's helped in your career and what's been a really effective way for you to
2: network? You know, I, I've networked a lot on, on Twitter, uh, taken it onto Facebook. Uh, I, I go to a lot of conferences. I've spoken at a number of state SHRM conferences. Uh, I spoke at uh, SHRM National in 2014. Probably going to look to do that a little more after I get done with my uh, term as uh, Illinois State Director. You know, just being out there in the space and uh, talking to people. It's just a a great way to meet people. You know, I I like to engage with people on Twitter. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, I'll I'll call somebody if if we're having an engaging conversation on Twitter, especially about something that they're interested in or I'm interested in. I'm still, you know, I still pick up the phone and call people routinely. Uh, I think, old Steve Brown's got some algorithm that that tells him when to call people, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, based upon their interactions or something. But uh, I just... uh, I don't know. I, I so enjoy meeting people and talking about, about what we do. It's just, uh, I don't know any strangers. And, uh, I, I think, you know, by and large, every once in a while, you know, I sat down next to some lady on the bus in Chicago and said, hi, I'm Dave Ryan from Illinois. Who are you? And she looked at me like, I was just, you know, like I was <laughs> a, a rapist or something. And, uh, uh, uh oh.
1: so Dave, who do you read or follow for HR insights?
2: It varies. I've, I follow a lot of the government stuff, Uh, the hashtags, you know, um, in particular. I I think I mentioned I had a union shop here, so the uh, NLRB. Uh, My old buddy Mike Vanderbort works for an organization called Q. He sends out a newsletter, and it has labor stuff every day. I'm not a member of his organization, Bad Dave, but I do get his newsletter, and I look at that. Uh, I like reading uh, uh, John Sumser, HR Examiner, the stuff that he does. I like looking at uh, TLNT. I read uh, Eric Meyer, and I don't remember what the—he's a—he's a labor attorney, but he writes. We're very familiar, familiar. Yes, he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he, he writes good stuff. He doesn't write like an attorney. He writes like a, a real person. Um, yes. Uh, and John Hyman from Ohio. I don't know if you know him. Oh, he's yeah. a, uh, <laughs> I like reading. Yeah, I like reading uh, a lot of his content. And then, you know, uh, other days I'll just kind of immerse myself in the stream and see what's out there, you know, see what's going on. Um, I like looking at the Sherm blog. The problem is Sherm blog is like Twitter. You just have to get in and out because Mary has cultivated so much content there (laughs) that, uh, you know, you could make a career out of reading the blog. Yes. My old buddy Vanderbord doesn't write much anymore, but uh, Mike used to put out some really, really interesting content. And then I do read some of the stuff I, I write in another site called Performance I Create. Um, I read a lot of uh, content there that uh, some of my peers put up there. Uh, Melissa Fairman and Chris Fields and uh, Sarah Buzz on HR read yeah. her stuff. Uh-huh. So. And whatever just happens to come my way, you know, I think it's just kind of random. But the, the labor employment stuff I do hit hard there. And uh, Eric and, and John are both really good uh, good sites to go to.
1: Oh, highly agree with those two. Love what I love
0: reading them. Dave, how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community?
2: How do I enjoy that? The last couple of years, I've had the opportunity to uh, we've done student games in Illinois and to just uh, kind of try and reach out to the students and to befriend them. I've a couple of them I've seen over the years are now actually in, in working in HR. I've connected with a couple of them, I've helped them. Uh, They've gone to work for people I know. Donna Rogers, who I I do some speaking with and stuff, uh, she teaches human resources at the University of Illinois here in Springfield, reaching out and helping those kids. I like working with the younger folks. I'm kind of the old uh, go-to guy here in my community. A lot of times people call me if they have an issue or something, especially when it comes to labor, since I've fought most of the fights there are to fight. (laughs) So, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm willing and happy I got a call from a guy one day. It was kind of interesting. I had some little nugget pub- published in uh, Sherm Magazine. Uh, oh, it was about running an HR department of one. And the guy just looked me up on LinkedIn and called me. He said, "I figured if you'd give him a comment, that you'd probably talk to me." And I said, I'll, I'll talk to anybody, you know. If you give me a call, maybe, maybe not right now, but uh, you know, can I call you back at two or something like that? So uh, I, I just like um, I like talking to people, helping where I can. You know, just being a volunteer, and as I like to say about volunteers, all they want is your money, your time, and your resources.
1: <laughs> That's all.
2: That's, That's it. Not yeah.
1: much. Not much. Dave, what is your favorite movie?
2: Animal House. <laughs> you and Andrew Morton. Yes. I I, I I was listening to Andrew's podcast, and I heard that, and I thought, this is going to be a repeat. You know, it's been such an iconic movie. I was at a hockey game, you know, I don't know, a few years ago. It was Dallas playing St. Louis in Dallas, and uh, St. Louis was beating up on Dallas. It was like five to one, and oh. they scored. They scored three goals like in you know like four or five minutes, and right after they scored, it was five to four. Then he put that bit up on the, the jumbotron. Was it over? When did Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Hell no! <laughs> and you know, they got the crowd all jacked up with that. Uh, and then you know, there's just some other classic ones. The Otis Night. Uh, Do you mind if we dance with your dates? Uh, so, and I saw that with my sister in, in Arizona, and before I was married, and uh, my my young life, it was it was somewhat uh, emblematic of my young life at that point. So, uh,
0: oh my goodness, Dave. How about your favorite musician or band?
2: Eagles. and I was devastated when glenn fry passed away that was uh yeah. it was an untimely death i it was weird uh-huh. i saw i'd seen now uh, i'd never seen him before but i went to see tom petty that same year uh we went uh, on mother's day and as a family saw tom petty and he passed away later that year so that was sad but eagles by far and away i have in a present or a little introduction i do i've got a whole bunch of slides i go through and i put the you know this is my these are my favorite beverages, and then I got a picture of beer and coffee. This is my favorite band, and it's Hotel California. Uh, this is my favorite movie, and then this is the best book I've ever read. So, I have that stuff's pretty much top of mind for me.
1: Nice. There's a uh, a really great documentary on the Eagles on Netflix. Um, I've seen that My it. husband and I watched. That was that was phenomenal. That, Rather telling, band.
2: but uh, yeah. And then there was a there was a tell all book. Don Felder wrote. Um, he oh. was the guitar, guitar player. The mm-hmm. title is called Heaven and Hell. It's kind of about the egos only from uh, Mr. Felder's perspective.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting. A favorite TV show?
2: I struggled with this one, but I guess I kind of like the uh, I like uh, Chicago Fire and Chicago Mad. It, it relates to Chicago. I have a son who lives in Chicago, and some of the kids, I say kids, some of the young adults that he went to college with, are now uh, big shots on uh Chicago fire set and uh show. So it's it's kinda neat to uh, to see that that he's got access to that and stuff. So yeah. kinda watch that. And my uh my wife thinks the uh the two guys, uh Kelly, what was it? The two guys, the lieutenants are very nice to look at.
0: <laughs> well Dave, I typically try to find a uh connection there and I have to say With Animal House, I was just listening to a podcast earlier this week that Tim Matheson was on. And, of course, Tim Matheson was Stratton in Animal House. The mind-blowing fact about him was he was also the voice of Johnny Quest. And that, I can't wrap my head around that for some (laughs) odd reason because he was a very prolific child actor but never a major star. And that guy has worked pretty much consistently since he was 12. Anyway, that was just a fun nugget because they're so diametrically different.
2: <laughs> they okay. are, but yeah. there was a ton of people in that uh, in that movie that uh, Oh sure, you yes. Know, yeah. Kevin Bacon
0: and yeah. uh, Tom Hulse, and yeah, there were a lot of a lot of people but I the the Johnny Quest connection just blew me away. That's one of my favorite cartoons <laughs> and so the fact that the fact that he was both just struck me right. odd. But it's uh when you're when you're not listening to the Eagles, uh, watching Animal House or the Chicago shows, what else do you like to do outside of work? Put away the
2: HR things for the day. um, Well, like tonight, I I went for a bike ride. I rode 20 miles on my bike. I bike a lot. Try and do a couple big rides, a couple hundred mile rides every year. I referee ice hockey, uh, youth hockey, high school hockey, men's league hockey. I used to like doing yard work. I still do yard work. I don't like it as much as I used to. But uh, yeah, trying to keep the house uh, not not looking like uh, somebody doesn't live here. Uh, so, so you know, I, I think between those things, and and you know, I like uh, I enjoy traveling and spending time with my family. That's about it.
1: Dave, if you were not in the HR profession, what do you think you'd be doing?
2: I don't have a witty and pithy answer for that. Question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably something to do with technology, electronics, uh, something along those lines. I don't know computers. That that stuff kind of trips my trigger. So I'd have probably ended up there, I guess, if if I didn't end up in uh, human resources.
0: Well, Dave, I, I want to congratulate you. You survived the connection and you survived the conversation at large. Uh, you're also my friend now with Best Swag Ever. Uh really appreciate you <laughs> joining us tonight and, and taking part in the conversation. Uh, this is your chance now, though, for the listeners. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
2: I will connect with just about anybody on LinkedIn, but if you connect with me and you try and contact me and sell me something within 24 hours, I'm going to drop you. Uh, Amen. Um, I'll connect with just about anybody uh, except for scantily clad young women on Twitter. Uh, and There seems to be a preponderance of those these days. And, you know, I usually uh, – Facebook, if there's – if you've got enough Facebook friends that I know that you know that are common, when you see one of those, you know somebody knows 126 people that you know. Well, it's probably probably in my world. So uh, you can find me on Facebook. I believe my cell phone number's on my LinkedIn profile, so <laughs> I'm not a hard guy to find. And my youngest son explained to me since I we talked about having done this stuff a long time, if you Google Dave Ryan and Human Resources. You'll find about two pages of me. So, <laughs> so I've left a trail all over the internet. So uh,
0: We will put that contact, not your phone number, but we'll put everything yes. else in the show notes for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I've remained consistent. I'm Dave the HRZR on Facebook. I'm Dave the HRZR on Instagram. I'm Dave the HRZR on Twitter. Uh, even on, I uh, use a, an application called Strava which is running and writing and then I'm Dave, the HR czar on Strava. So
0: (laughs) Consistency is good. That's right. That's right. Wendy, how about you?
1: Best way to get in touch with me as always is Twitter. I am Wendell 93 there. I'll connect and chat with, just about anybody on Twitter. You can also find me on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. Also uh, happy to connect on LinkedIn. Um, just send me a note. Let me know how you uh, found me or how you why you would like to connect. And uh, always the fourth Sunday of the month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time for the HR Social Hour chat. How about you, John?
0: You can always find me on Twitter at John, J-O-N, underscore Thurmond, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D. Also, always happy to connect on LinkedIn. I always appreciate that personalized note. And I'm with Dave. If you sell me something soon, you're going to get cut real quick.
2: But, Boom! Uh, if, you, yeah, <laughs> if you have a
0: comment or a question about the show or chat, you can always send us an email. That's podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook if you search HR Social Hour. You can find the show at com. We're also on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, HRpodcasters.com, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. And as we always ask, if you like what you hear, rate and review. helps us promote, get more visibility, and continue to build our community. Dave, again, thank you so much for joining us tonight, sir. For the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John.
1: And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect.
0: Give back. And network. Network. Take care, everyone.
1: We'll see you soon.